You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConforta. Back for another edition of In the Huddle, Carl Dukes, along with usually my good friend Brian Baldinger. Baldy is on vacay. It's the 4th of July week, so we're just giving you a little something to think about as we head towards our next episode. Jason Lacan for a part of this podcast as well, guys, and we'll be back on Friday for a full episode. But I just want to let you know a couple of things as we get ready for camp. We're literally about three weeks away from teams reporting in the National Football League. And this is in the huddle, of course, all things NFL. We talk to people, we get inside information, and we deliver it to you. So subscribe to In the Huddle wherever you get your podcast. Of course, you can watch us on YouTube as well. That's In the Huddle Pod. And check it out on YouTube, guys. We'd love to have you there. And tell your friends. You guys have made us one of the most popular podcasts in the Odyssey family. So thank you. And we want to continue to build and grow. Here's what's on my mind, and I'm only going to take a few minutes of your time today because Baldy's out, Jason's out, and we wanted to just say, hey, we appreciate you guys being here. We know you come for the content all the time. So something I've been thinking about is I've always been a big believer that elite players are more important than elite coaches. And I think Tom Brady proved this when he left New England, went to Tampa, and won a Super Bowl. Now, it was a very calculated move. He went to a very talented roster at the time, and Tom Brady made the decision, hey, I'm going to go where I think I can win. And he did. But when he did that, it proved the point that as great as Belichick has been over the course of his career in New England, without Tom Brady, he wasn't winning Super Bowls. And so with that belief, there's always a jump that happens with young quarterbacks. Brady obviously is the GOAT, but I want to take a minute to talk about some of the guys that have taken the jump and why they took the jump in year two. Now, why is this important? Because we've seen guys over the last five or six seasons take this jump, and guys like Patrick Mahomes went on to win Super Bowls. There's no coincidence that if your quarterback takes the year two, year three jump, you've not only found your franchise quarterback, but you've also now know exactly what you're getting in your QB. So let's take a look back. 2022, Trevor Lawrence, 25 passes, touchdown passes. He had eight interceptions. In Trevor Lawrence's rookie season, which was a disaster, okay, Urban Meyer, all the stuff that was going on with him, it was a lot more about the head coach and off the field than it was about the development of Trevor Lawrence. And Lawrence, in year two, takes a jump. Rookie season, 12 touchdown passes, 17 interceptions. And we forget because he played so well, not only in the playoffs last year, but he looks the part. Trevor Lawrence looks like a franchise quarterback. And the reason is, one, development, he got the right coach, and all of a sudden now you see this jump in year two where it feels like, hey, we've got our guy. 
Justin Fields is another guy that, you know, ran for a thousand yards last season, becoming the fourth quarterback to do that in NFL history. But I think Justin's going to take that jump. And this is the year in which it's going to happen. I think the Bears and Justin Fields take that jump to show everybody that not only he's the franchise quarterback, but he can take it to the next level. The interesting thing about this conversation is if you go back to Carson Wentz with the Eagles and you watch Carson Wentz when the Eagles made the decision to pay him before they made a decision decision to move on from him, Carson Wentz actually took this jump too. And that's why the Eagles bought in and believed. What they didn't know is despite the the on-the-field performance and overcoming the injuries, he wasn't a leader which is why they decided to move on from him. And then he gets the opportunity with the Colts. Yada, yada, yada. We could go on and on. But Patrick Mahomes, year two, takes the jump. Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson is another guy. Led the NFL in passing TDs with 35 and also set a quarterback single season rushing record when he won the MVP. Year two, jump. It's Carl Dukes. It's in the huddle. Usually along with my buddy Baldy and, of course, Jason Lock on four. Just talking about that jump that happens. And if it doesn't happen, you got the wrong guy. It's just that simple. If you are still wondering about your quarterback, and I don't care what team you're following, in year four or five, it's probably not that dude. I mean, think about Mitchell Trubisky, who now is pretty much a perennial backup, right? But he gets drafted. Trubisky in his first season as a rookie, seven touchdown passes, seven interceptions. And you went, well, I'm not sure about this guy. And Bears fans were like, I don't know. A lot of Bears fans were like, I know, he doesn't play well. But Trubisky then turns around and throws 24 touchdown passes and 12 interceptions. And you think that his trajectory is going like this. But in fact, it didn't get any better. See, after you take that year two jump, you have to continue to ascend. You cannot just level off because then that shows that this is probably the highest level in which you'll probably be able to play. And despite the fact that you think here's a guy that threw for 24 touchdowns in a Mitchell Trubisky situation, he should have thrown for 30 and 35 and then challenged for 40. But that never happened. So he goes to Buffalo as a backup and now he's with the Steelers as a backup because he wasn't that guy. I think Carson Wentz is an interesting case, as I brought up. When he threw 33 touchdown passes and was an MVP favorite before tearing his ACL, I think it was week 13 or 14 in that year, the Eagles uh, go go to the Super Bowl. And, And it's one of those things where you say, what if, right? If he doesn't tear the ACL, what happens? Is he the MVP that year? Does that change things for him? I don't know. I mean, Jared Goff is another example of this as we talk about quarterbacks that take the jump in year two and for me golf is a great example of this so (laughs) golf threw 28 touchdown passes and seven interceptions in 2017 that was the second year as a rookie people had no belief that this guy was ever going to do anything 0-7 record five touchdowns five and seven interceptions as a rookie turns around and throws 28 touchdowns the next year. That's how you know. That's how you knew Jared Goff was going to be a really good player. Now, I don't know if you consider him a franchise player or not. I think the Lions are going to be one of the most interesting teams in the league this year. I think they're going to be one of the most exciting, dynamic offensively. Baldy and I have talked about Ben Johnson and how 
He's already on the map for potentially getting a head coaching job moving forward. Now, if they are one of the league leaders in points scored and red zone efficiency, Ben Johnson could leave right after the season and take a head coaching job. Now, I don't know if he'll do that. He talked about the fact that, hey, he loves Detroit, what they have going on as far as the structure and the way things are done. So, listen, some guys don't want to be head coaches, and I don't know if Ben Johnson does, but he will have the opportunity to do that if he wants to if this offense is clicking. And Jared Goff is just another example of a guy who took a jump in year two. Let's talk about the all-time maybe best example of this. And I started out by talking about Tom Brady and elite players over elite coaches because when elite players leave and they go somewhere else and they win, it's always hard to judge how much the coach played a role in that. And I use Belichick as an example. But Joe Burrow came into a situation, let's be honest, it was crap, Cincinnati. And Joe Burrow was the first number one overall pick to reach a Super Bowl within the first two seasons of his career. It's a really impressive stat. And so you look at Burrow's first year, and I think before he gets hurt, we knew. Everybody watching the NFL said, ooh, this guy is special. He's going to be something good. And he was. Comes back year two, goes to the Super Bowl. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen in the NFL. The year two jump, like I talked about with Trevor Lawrence, a much more natural transition than what we saw with Joe Burrow. But these are just some of the examples of guys that have done this and their franchises either have said, okay, we have the right guy. Like Jacksonville is totally buying in and believing. And I think they're going to be a playoff team again this year. The Chicago Bears are on the come. They buy into Justin, and I think he'll take the jump. Burrow, we know. Lamar, we know. Patrick Mahomes, we know. What about your guy? Is the Steelers and Kenny Pickett going to take the jump this year? Is he going to have the year two leap? What about Desmond Ritter with the Atlanta Falcons? He only played four games last year, but it's year two. If he needs to take that jump to show everybody, hey, I am the guy, and this team is not looking for another quarterback. It's a very important time for young guys who are under center to figure it out. I can't wait till camp starts, guys. We are literally three weeks away. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Baldy and I will be back on Friday to talk about all things as we start breaking down more divisions, getting into more personnel stuff as we lead up to camp here in about three weeks. Make sure you tune in and check us out in the pod or in the huddle pod on YouTube. You can watch us there and subscribe. Like us and tell your friends in the huddle. We usually put out episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. Do not miss an episode, especially as we get towards camp. We'll be having, you know, breaking news and things of that sort. And we'll be doing these podcasts probably even more as events and things happen. So make sure you're here. Hey, have a have a happy 4th of July. I hope you've had a, a great weekend. Have a happy 4th. We are back together on Friday with a full episode. You're too John. It's real. Take care, everybody. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.